welcome back to this episode of our She Leads the Way podcast, dedicated to women in business and women in life. I'm your host, Nikki Bedford, and our guest today is Osra Circolite, the founder of King of Sleep. King of Sleep provides sleep coaching programs worldwide for young children who are struggling to sleep well. Osra is a driven businesswoman who has a passion to help parents create beautiful parenthood journeys by eliminating sleep deprivation in both parents and in children. Osra has more than five years experience as a certified pediatric sleep consultant. She was also awarded for the Outstanding Business Concept in 2019, and she was also a speaker in the fifth annual Arab Pediatric Conference in 2021. Osra is also certified practitioner in positive psychology, certified coach in neuro-linguistic programming, and certified in hypnotherapy and in timeline therapy. Osra has a diploma in child psychology and is about to graduate in bachelors of mass communication. Up. Hello, Osra. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Nikki. <laughs> Good to have you here. Well, I feel like what you're doing is really, really incredible. One, the fact that you can help children sleep, but also the fact that you can help parents sleep. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got started with this? So before I became a parent, I always imagined that when I think of the baby, I imagine sleeping baby, Yes. which is very interesting. <laughs> when I became a parent, uh, and I got my son Hamdan, he was sleeping only while being held in my hands. Oh my gosh. So I had to keep holding him the entire time and when I was about to lay him down, he would just wake up. And that continued for a while, you know, and like that imagination turned into exactly the opposite. Mm. And um, it, like I had a very difficult time with that uh, because like first I didn't know what to do, I was a new mom. And I said, okay, let me Google. Mm. So I started Googling and nothing that I found really worked for me. So then I started asking my friends who had kids. And I was told, yeah, welcome to motherhood. <laughs> and you'll this never sleep again. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had to face that sad reality. I was like, no, no way. Like, this is not what I imagined motherhood to be mm. and this is not what I really want to have I want to have a happy child who is well rested who is sleeping well yeah. and I wanted to be the best mom I could be for him because in a way I felt responsible that you know what do I, what am I doing wrong why he's not sleeping so I, I kind of blamed myself and this is where when I even got like really depressed I was thinking it's about me like mm. I'm doing something wrong you know so then I said, no, it, there, there is always a way. There mm. must be a way. Like, I don't want to continue like this. I want to be my mom that my son needs and not just to continue like that. Like, the problem is not there. So this is when I decided to go and look for help. Yeah. And I found a sleep expert uh, who helped me. And thanks God, my son was sleeping within five days. What? Yeah. Did it happen that quickly? <laughs> yeah. Five days. He was three months old. Wow. And on day fifth, like 
it was like complete transformation. I mean, every day had already trans like, you know, progresses. Yeah. However, like the biggest one was within like the, the fifth day when I laid him down to the crib, he smiled and he he's like, and I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, like it was really awesome. And then my husband saw and like, uh, you know, our son happy. And he was like, how amazing is that? Like, wow. what do you think? Like you go and learn that. And does that mean after the fifth night he went to sleep and that means you and your husband were able to sleep on the fifth night yes. as well? Yes. Because yes. you would have been exhausted. I know that that's yeah. the one thing that comes with motherhood. Yeah. Not being a mother myself, but I have friends <laughs> that, are, that are mothers and it's that level of exhaustion and the sleep deprivation and sleep deprivation alone can lean into things like mental health. True. Uh, and just make you feel incredibly isolated. So True. if all you need is to be able to sleep, you just want to be able to figure it out. True. And even when it comes to marriage, yeah. it's like I became married to my son. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, and like I didn't have chance to talk to my husband. I didn't have time for me. I didn't have time for him. We, didn't, we couldn't have literally any conversations together because we were kind of taking shifts. Yeah, of course. And we were both without patience, you know. So once he started sleeping well, this is where like it, it, not just good sleep happened, but like even I got time for me, I got time for my husband. I was like having a real quality time with my son. Like yeah. we were laughing together, smiling. This is how I always pictured mm. motherhood to be. So I was so happy and this inspired me to go and do the same to other kids. Um, and this is when I decided to go and study and get certified in pediatric sleep. That's incredible. And yeah, and I went ahead with it, and here I am. And so then after that, so you've obviously, you've had your first child, your second child, and then your third child being king of sleep. Exactly. And that came about based on having a challenging time with your children's exactly. sleep. And tell me about that. How was that born? So king of sleep was born in, in 2018, um, just a few years after my son was born because yes. I took time also to go study and uh, learn and first I was like oh he's too small I can't leave him so I took a bit of time and King Wesley was born in 2018 and of course probably as most of businesses it started slow mm. and the concept especially here in, in UAE and in Gulf was pretty new um, people who contacted me they were thinking like, do you have a magic pill? <laughs> so what are you actually doing to make these children sleep? Is this legit? Yeah, so this is, you know, because like yeah. they had no clue, like what am I going to do? So yeah, like it, it was slow. And then, you know, one person would come and would get the child sleeping. Yes. And then of course she would tell other fifth, five, uh, another four friends who are moms as well or relatives, then others would come. So this is how word of mouth, wow. you know, started bringing uh, families. So it was slow, but um, yeah, over the few years, of course, uh, it grew. And I'm very happy and I'm looking forward to continue growing. Yeah, that's amazing. So tell me, what are some common sleep issues that, that you see in children and then how do you address them? So normally, Nikki, the young children, um, they get associated with certain things when it comes to sleep. And I find that it's not just kids who get these associations, but parents as well. Some, like the most common things that I see happening, I would say the, the most common thing would be feeding baby to sleep. Mm. Whether it's breastfeeding, whether it's bottle feeding, and then like carrying baby, rocking baby, holding baby like I did. Yes. Okay. And then uh, even like a child might be requiring parent to be next to him until he falls asleep. Like basically any kind of 
external assistance mm. to fall asleep. And that level of attachment. Exactly. Well. That would create, you know, that habit. And the longer they would continue, the hard, the, the bigger mm. habit would become and the harder it would become, you know, to break it. And habit becomes for both, for baby and mom. Like yeah. mom would think, there's no way my child's sleeping without that bottle in mouth. Like, yeah. don't even say this to me. Like, it's not going to work. And it's hard when the kid, is, the kid is wanting something or the child's wanting something. And then you're sort of like, I know exactly how to stop this child exactly. from complaining. It's <laughs> just to give it to them or to, exactly. to hold them. Exactly. So, like, these are the most common. And to address these, you know, I have to explain to parents that what needs to happen is basically... We need to teach the child a new skill. And that skill is falling to sleep on their yes. own. Falling to sleep independently. Learning to self-soothe. Mm. And this is how the child will be able to continue sleeping through the night. Because, like, it's the same thing. Like, I would give example, uh, you know, if we go to sleep in our beds. Mm. And then suddenly we'd, we would wake up on the street. Mm. We would freak out. Yeah, of right? course. Because the place has changed. We don't know the place and we would, of course, without question, we would want to go back to the place mm. we know, our bed. Yeah. So when it comes to baby, it's exactly the same thing. The baby falls asleep on mom's breast and then wakes up in the crib. Mm. And then they freak out because where is mom's breast? Mm. You know, and then the same circle continues, like the same story continues yeah. all night long. The baby goes back, being fed, slept here and being you know, transferred again to the crib. So we have to break that. Yeah. And basically that happens, like it's a process and we're teaching the baby to do it gradually. And so with that process, is that more having the child be more comfortable in their own environment, i.e. being alone, stepping away? Not always. Okay. So it depends, I would say from the age, it depends from um, the environment that family has. Like mm. some families, they're living in studio, for example, so there's no chance of doing that. Yeah, of course. You know, and, and again, like if it's a tiny, you know, baby, then no, it's, it's like the baby should be staying with a mom in the room. But of course, there are different approaches, how we can go about it. Mm. And like certain approaches work better for certain ages um, because like the child is able to understand more things at that age. So therefore, certain approaches would be more appropriate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, Osra, how do you develop an effective sleep training plan for parents? So, in order to develop an effective plan, which will work, and I would say it's not enough to develop just a sleep plan, mm. because I could develop the best sleep plan, but every child is different. Every child is unique, and sometimes we can start with, you know, with the steps um, that I mentioned in the sleep plan. However, if the child would respond in a different way, then I, we would need to tweak certain things. Yes. So that's why like, like I do customize the sleep plan. Okay. And of course, I take into consideration, you know, the, like what parent wishes to have, mm. what is the biggest struggle, um, what are the main goals. Uh, because sometimes parents would say, I just want to sleep four hours. Yeah. And I would say, no, we are going to sleep 12. Wow. <laughs> is that a guarantee? Can I sign up? Because I would love a 12 hour sleep. <laughs> yes. Like I can give them guarantees. So if the baby is about six months old and there is no medical issues, yes, I can guarantee if they will follow steps, definitely. Yeah, fantastic. And just because I know that you say that you help parents and um, children. What about people that don't have kids? 
or is that just not? Is not that, yet. Okay, I'm looking <laughs> into this in the future, but actually, Nikki, what happens, so if it is a parent, like I am certified in child sleep. Yes. Um, I'm not certified yet in adult sleep. I'm okay. looking forward to in, in near future. However, it happens indirectly somehow because mm. when child starts to sleep well, parents are still used to yeah. wake up. So they would still wake up me before one week and just stare at camera. Oh, I miss my baby. I want them to wake oh up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then <laughs> the parent would start sleeping. Yeah. So sometimes I have those moms who are like, especially during COVID time, mm. uh, who didn't have much help at home and okay. they were trapped at home. Uh, like with the three months old babies yeah. and they were having lots of postpartum depression. Um, when day babies started sleeping through the night, even we didn't expect, we didn't wait for because it's a tiny baby. Yeah. We still expect him to wake up and feed, but some of them choose not to. Mm. So even the parents were kind of crashing and waking up after, you know, in the morning and saying, Ostra, like my milk <laughs> leaked, everything leaked. I just slept. They're like, and I feel revitalized. Like, I don't know what to do with my time now. Yes, <laughs> this yes. This is crazy. This is what's happening. Like, they would say, oh my God, like, I really, like this week, one parent told me, this is first time I'm having a hot coffee. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's interesting, <laughs> hot coffee. And then like without warming it yeah. again, or like, this is first time I'm having a romantic dinner with my husband oh, since so I had nice. a baby. Yeah. You know, so like, like the ripple effect is so huge. Yeah. And I would say definitely parents have a sleeping issue, like which is related basically because they're stressed because mm. of their child. The parent is going to start sleep well. Yeah, as absolutely. Well. So moving on to business now, can you talk about any challenges that you've had in building out this sleep training business? Yeah. So I would say one of the huge challenges I had was in COVID time. Mm, Probably yes. most of businesses had uh, lots of challenges during that time. And I would say it was both kind of challenges and opportunities mm. for me because sometimes they come together. So before COVID, I was serving families from their homes face to face, going to see baby's room, baby's crib to make sure they are safe, they have perfect sleep environment doing face-to-face -face consultations in the homes and then COVID came and of course I couldn't do it anymore and I had to go virtually fully. So it was a challenge for me because like I had to redo all services, I had mm. to lower prices and the communication I found it was a bit different yeah, when going virtually and, and face-to-face. There, there could be many things could be missed or like you know then we can discover a few things maybe in a few days. Um, Another challenge would be, I wouldn't say it's related to my business, uh, but I would say like many parents who have a baby uh, who, who is struggling to sleep well, mm. they would come to me and I would help this baby to sleep well. But usually parents who are having this issue, they, they have a bit of depression. Mm. And I feel they come to me with a baggage. Yeah, okay. and they, they leave me with a baggage. Oh, okay. This is the way I feel. So I'm like, I'm looking forward to is help these you're taking parents. the energy? Not just, the, like, I, I would like to give them the perfect way, you know, to get rid of the sadness okay. or feeling, you know, the baby's not sleeping well because mm. of them. Yeah, because, okay. Because many parents, they, they blame themselves. Yeah, they feel course. bad and they can't let it go. Mm. So. Being a sleep expert, of course, I will solve the child's sleep, but I, somehow I feel like I don't do enough. I mm. have to do more so that that parent also leaves that guiltiness, yeah, leave those things. And, you know, when 
and they graduate from programs, they both live happy. And so I'm, I'm working on that, mm. on that part that, you know, every parent would be leaving, um, getting rid of all these guilt and, yeah, and the, those thoughts. How long does it take to graduate from the program? Like, what's the average time that a child will fall asleep? Obviously, age dependent. Okay. Um, but is it five days? Like, what happened? It can, like, look, it depends from age. So I yeah. would say if it's six months old baby, two to three days. <gasps> really? I can just imagine people That's listening <laughs> would be like, what? <laughs> so on average, it would be two to three days for six months old. I would say one year old, maybe three to four days, okay. a bit bigger. That's average, but I will not say every baby's average. There are mm. many of them better than average. There are many of them, like, Needle what I mean by girl. average, like, you know, according to how many babies at this age I work, and mm. this is the average three to four days. And even when parents contact me and I tell them that, they're like, I don't believe this. And then night one, wow. the baby went straight, and they're like, oh, my God. You know? Wow. <laughs> and then that's fairly consistent. So once yes, they fall and yes. have that sleeping pattern, they're yes. out. And then yes. life resumes yeah but you know Nikki what I'm trying to do with the sleep program so like the sleep programs the minimum is two weeks mm. again if the baby is below one year that's a minimum but I do have a variety yeah, so course. I have like basic packages called and, and, mm. and diamond uh, to offer them premium uh, options as well to give them more support for those parents who want it yeah to, you know to feel more confident and the reason why I'm doing two weeks three weeks or four weeks programs because it's not just solving the problem. No, it's the habits. Yeah, it's not just that. Because if, if any parent, any family have a child not sleeping, they come to me, I solve this problem. One month later, they'll, do, they'll have something else. Yes. So it's not just solving, but it's about maintaining it. Mm -hmm. So I have to prepare them. I have to teach them what if in future, you know, you guys are traveling. Mm. What if your child was sick? What if your child is teething or you guys are moving from different place to different place, like how to help that baby to adjust to that, you know, still maintaining yeah. a good sleep. Because sometimes some things fall into our hands like we don't know from where. So I don't want those families to come work with me and then one month later they call me again and they're like, okay, we've got problem again. So yeah. my focus is to maintain that good sleep. So that when I talk to them after one year, they will say we're still sleeping fine. Yeah. So that's why, like I, the programs are two weeks, three weeks or four weeks for, I, I also have five weeks program for bigger ages. Um, and it's basically working on consistency. And um, also interesting is like tiny babies, when they start sleeping well, the new milestones show up. Yes. Like teething, they start growing, oh, wow, they start comfortable flipping. Yeah. So parents can feel a bit, yeah. you know, scared. So I'm like, yeah, don't worry. That's a totally normal thing. Like on week two or so, so we experience, we see those milestones showing up and you know we can still talk about it and and like parents can still feel like not afraid mm. so I don't want them to have a separation anxiety yes. you know when they graduate from programs I really want them to feel they don't need me anymore yeah. like they are fine they know what to do they know what to do in any circumstances um, so yeah this is why those programs yeah. are two weeks, three weeks or four. Perfect. But they don't need these, this much <laughs> That's time. Great. So can you tell me about any success that you've had with the business? So there are lots of stories and I find every family is unique, every baby is unique. And yeah, I remember one particular story um, of the family with twin babies. So it was a, a boy and a girl and they were 10 months old. The mother was at the edge. Uh, okay. She literally had no time to talk to me. 
um, when we had our first call, uh, she was very stressed, she was very sad, and she said, you know what? It cannot get worse. Mm, so yeah. I will do anything to try anything because I cannot continue like that. And she resigned from her work. Like, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, she couldn't thing. work anymore, and, and she felt really bad. Yeah. So we started working together. We did a consultation, and you know, she started implementing the steps. Night one, mm. we put them to sleep. They fall asleep in 20 minutes. And they sleep through the night. Wow. Both of them. And mom calls me in the morning and she says, Osra, they're still sleeping. Is that normal? That's crazy. And I told her, just go and wake them up. It has been 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure. They're <laughs> so she went to wake them up both. I mean, even the idea that both of them did it on same yeah. night, because usually they are different, like they are different personalities, even if they look the same. So she went to wake them up, and for the first two months, they slept until she woke them up. Wow. So like in the morning, they had to be waken up. For naps, they had to be waken up. She said, I'm living a dream. Wow, <laughs> Is this wow, ending? Wow. And, and she went back to her work. That's crazy. I can't believe it. She must have been just so happy. I know. Like, it, it complete transformation in her life in one day. That's amazing. <laughs> that is so amazing. Um, and I think that brings us almost to the end, but I'd love to know what's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? So what I usually hear from parents, you know, talking to many parents that they think, oh, it's going to work for all babies, but not mine. My baby's different. Yeah. Somehow they, they feel that, they think that. And I, I really want them to know it does work for every baby, okay. uh, even though every baby's different and they have a different um, personality, mm. they have different needs. And the only difference is some babies will do it faster, others will take a little bit longer. Yeah. That's the only difference. So the sooner they start, the easier it will be for them. And um, it's never too late. I would say even if they have a baby four months old, they can start teaching that baby to yeah, sleep through the night or to sleep at least and have one night feed. Yeah, great. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you okay. so much, Osra. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. And I truly feel that King of Sleep as a business name is a true representation of what you bring to the world. So thanks for coming in. We just recorded at the Micro Studios. I'm Nikki Bedford uh, for She Leads the Way, interviewing Osra Circulite from King of Sleep. Thanks, everyone. Bye.